What's up, everybody? Good morning and welcome to a, another special episode, number 44 of the Tattoo Weekly with myself, Gabe Ripley of Tattoo Now and Jake Meeks of the Fireside Tattoo Network. So I haven't been on from location for several weeks. It's been kind of hectic, but I was lucky enough to hang out with Jake last week. So it's really cool at Hell City. Um, today we yeah. have Jake Smith jumping on at about half past, past the hour to talk about the Richmond Tattoo Convention. And yeah, what are you guys up to? There's so much that we haven't talked about lately. It's been a while, hasn't it? Well, not for not for you and I. We got to spend the weekend together last weekend. Ish. I mean, we weren't really hanging out that much, it seems like, but uh no, not really. Yeah, but still, we, we cross paths a lot. What about you, Gabe? We haven't talked to you in feels like a while. I am just buried, not buried under. I've been working my ass off on the new tools, the tattoo now tools and uh launching i think i've got like two or three people launching i've got a couple of events working on um two events three events coming up nice. uh, the inspiring tours uh pretty much sold out we've got one ticket left and uh i, I think we sent out one email maybe so uh, working on the next inspiring tours for belize i believe belize um, wow. we need to talk about november if we're gonna do something down there and uh yeah uh, I, whole, uh business or something I, yeah i did i did talk to um uh, to Baxter at Hell City Phoenix this last weekend about doing one at the boat next summer. So we're going to go ahead. I'm actually glad you brought that up. I told him I would send him dates and I'm going to send some dates now. I'm going to get with you and see what you think about next year's dates. So we're not, so we're not, uh, you know, double booking anything. But, you know, uh, it's amazing. Uh, developing small, awesome group retreat type events, even more, even, even smaller than retreat type events around the world and in, in amazing places. Go, go figure. It's uh, an amazing thing to, to do. So, and we yeah. do need to plan in advance. Oh, wait, we're still in intros though. So anyways, that's yes, what I've been I was going to say, um, I'm Gabriel, roll through, now. <laughs> and then I'll roll the clip. All right. Jake. Oh, we're doing intros and then rolling the clip. And <laughs> you, you would think after this long, I would have it down. I'm so, Jake. Okay. I'm Jake from the Fireside Tattoo Network. Uh, you can find us at firesidetattoo.com or firesidetattoonetwork.com or right now just on YouTube. Exactly. Hmm. And I'm Lauren from Raw Pigments and Reinventing the Tattoo. And let's roll. back i want to hype up jesse a little bit here for people and do a little i'm gonna do a little screen sharing so that we can give the folks some eye candy yeah and, and we'll, we'll yeah we could all jack up uh, uh jesse a little bit I, he's been awesome forever hey lauren i think you are a little mm -hmm. out of focus on your camera there but, uh, so this is a uh, loose screw tattoo.com that's jesse smith's uh, amazing tattoo shop they uh they are wicked busy so if you're ever interested in doing guest spots or whatever uh yeah check them out i let them know what we mm -hmm. sent you but uh, check out some of these bodysuits. And, and Jesse was doing bodysuits. I swear he was doing bodysuits 15 years ago. When yeah. I first, when I first met him uh, for Tattoo Now, I, I don't, he'll tell me when it was maybe, but it might have been 15 years ago. I swear he still had like already had two or three bodysuit clients. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these that you're going through are, you know, are, are 10 years old, probably eight, 10 years old, and they're awesome. It's just, it was crazy. The first interview that I ever did with him, I talked to him a lot about doing this large scale kind of pastel, doing these huge fields of, of like teal, uh, or not even teal, like the mint, soft mint greens and things like that. And I was like, oh, what, like, isn't it not nerve wracking, like trying to pack all these buttery, like light colors into skin and then just wonder what's going to happen to him over time. Cause back when he was doing this, a lot of these colors were kind of brand new, you know, you didn't have, you know, like you hadn't really seen these, you know, like I said, that light mint color 
healed in, you know, uh, in large scale tattoos at all. So I would have been nervous about it. But anyways, that was our first conversation back in um, Oregon. Uh, I don't know, several years ago now. And it was a really good episode. Yeah, these are awesome. I wonder like um, his descriptions of how he describes his tattoos. If this, if this is like 10 years old. If that was kind of like the precursor to what he's doing now with a lot of his creative endeavors. You know, mm. with the, the character. Yeah, that, that world's existed for uh, in his brain for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, that uh, Carcaeus or whatever. Like, yeah, he had kind mm -hmm. of. The, the the way he explained it to me, maybe he'll go into it a little bit. The way he explained it to me was that he had all these different characters and he kind of had a story for some of them in his own mind and then started like deliberately creating narratives around all these different characters. So these like these two different tattoos in his mind were from the same story and had some relationship with the clients. Neither knew anything about, you know, the, the relationship between their two tattoos. So kind of interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, uh, uh, let me, my next screen show is going to be for the uh, Richmond uh, show. So, uh, Lauren, do you have any Jesse stories to? Uh... Oh, Jesse stories. I don't know so much, but um, I I love that he's from Richmond. So that's something that we connect on. I've been to Loose Screw maybe like right when they kind of relocated down in Richmond. Um, but yeah, I got to hang out with them in Hell City. I thought it was really cool that his son and I were born at the same hospital, but that's about it. Um, he's a great <laughs> dude. He's super funny. Um his understanding of pigment is incredible. Um, I think he's gone down paths at like nerdy paths with understanding his pigment as we've seen in his seminar, um, more so than most. It's extremely interesting to see the limited palette that he does use now after all that research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he, he's done a lot of light fast testing over the years, uh, kind of like um, really rudimentary light fast testing basically painting tattoo ink on pieces of paper and like sticking them in the window for a year to see what happens you know in the sun which is doesn't doesn't he have a, a tattoo uh a tattoo patch on his thigh maybe or is that maybe. Uh, marcus leonard Mar maybe? marcus leonard does yeah on his hand i think maybe is that not right <laughs> awesome. i think it's like right here on his hand i, I might be wrong but awesome yeah uh sure. so but we're, uh, but we're not talking about richmond yet that's the teaser so that people uh stay on for their for the rest of the show you guys want to start talking about hell city huh because you guys were both there I had, so i had to live vicariously through you guys yeah yeah lauren you want to kick it off what were your how did hell city go for you oh it was awesome so we um <clears throat> we drove there with some friends from columbus at red tree so we started out and when i got there it was like six o'clock on the dot so i jumped in on the tattoo collecting podcast uh, my friend adam was there and it was his first podcast ever so it was really cool mm -hmm. to see him kind of break through that bubble um, and then I saw like all the stuff that they had at Red Tree, which is super well organized. I know Kyle and Jess had a big hand in that. All the pallets and stuff, it got loaded onto a truck. And by the time we got to Phoenix, that huge truck was there. Um, we got there early. I was there on Tuesday and the convention obviously started on Friday. So it was kind of like a nice little fly on the wall to see how the AV guys work together, how Derb has it extremely well organized amongst everybody. Um, it was really cool, though. He rented um, several villas right by the pool. So it was kind of... Um, just a really unique experience being there with everyone and seeing how well articulated the process is. Um, when we actually got in on Thursday to set up, it was super smooth, um, got that done. And by Friday, it was like, holy shit, there are a lot of really good influential tattooers here. Um, really, really good competitions, everything. The vibe was great. Um, so yeah, then when I saw you on Friday, Jake, that was pretty cool. We kind of, um, your client was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I had, had that, Tim. I had him Friday and Sunday, and then another piece on on Saturday. But I was, uh, yeah, I was glad to bring him to bring Tim along. He's one of my big collectors. I've done two sleeves, a full front, and now we're starting a neck to knee back, uh, which is what you saw of me working on. And uh, he's great. We've become we've become good friends. Uh, he, uh, I've got a, I've got a really fun. Uh, let's see, what what is Tim's? I don't think that I. I'm sure there are plenty of Tim's tattoos on here, but oh, I definitely, two weeks ago. I, I definitely have not, from Hell City. I haven't put anything. <laughs> out. I did. I did just a couple of stories from Hell City, but uh, uh, but yeah. So so Tim, uh, we I had kind of a fun story. Tim Tim really went to hang out and and party. And I, I on Saturday <laughs> on Saturday night, I um, I tattooed uh, fairly late. And Tim and my wife Emily uh, and and another friend had kind of hung out and bar hopped all day, like you do at you know at the Biltmore, just like hung at the bar all day. And then the big pool party is Saturday night. So by the time I got there for the pool party, Tim had already 
crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. He had had multiple bottles of wine and was and was long gone. And so the next morning, I'm supposed to tattoo him. And I I text him early in the morning and I said, Hey, I heard you had a rough or you crashed early last night. How are you feeling? No answer. So <laughs> I text him an hour or so later, like eleven o'clock, and I'm like, Hey, are you awake? Real quick, Gabe. What's up? Uh, Can you go uh, back to that piece? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I said. Uh, I that said. Was- um, Okay. Yeah, on Lois. So not that one, the next one, the tiger. This was cool because um, this oh, was yeah. Amber, yeah. Joy, and Antoine. So it was cool because mm-hmm. obviously, well, Amber came a day early. So I was hanging out with her and they were working on this design. And it's cool to see from, you know, like they thought it was for uh, Mika, but Mika ended up not being able to go from uh, 1807 Art Collective. So they did this on our photographer that we brought, Lois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, was really awesome. That was a great firm. That was a, that was a great piece. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, long, long, long story short with Tim, I couldn't find him, end up going to Biltmore security and, and breaking into his room thinking I'm going to find him dead oh, on the bed, shit. but, <laughs> but luckily he made it. He just lost everything, his phone, his wallet, his uh, everything the night before and, and had no way to get in touch with any of us. But yeah, it was pretty, it was like one of the more terrifying, uh, experiences I've had at a convention. I was positive. I was going to walk into that room and find him, you know. I actually found him by the Catalina pool that morning. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I was good. live at the time. <laughs> good, good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm Do you know, like a live stream? Yeah, he was. he's on the live stream talking about how fabulous he is. But Jake, honestly, <laughs> all due respect, you really did a great job on his on his chest, on his arms. Everything was really great. Thank you. Thank you. One I of my favorite it. things that I've seen. And and um, for anyone watching, um, Jake's client is a trauma nurse, mm-hmm. which is a uh, very heavy but I really liked his reasoning for the tattoos. And he told me that it was, he wanted to be beautiful as the last thing that anyone sees before they pass. So yeah. it's really cool that you're able to do that for him, Jake. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love, I love his mindset on that too. He really does a difficult, uh, hey, I'm in that picture somewhere. He really does a difficult uh, job and he, and he, he has the perfect kind of mindset for it. You know, he, he's a positive guy. So yeah, I was, uh, I'm, I was happy he got to come along and, and now he wants to come to every convention, even when we're, finished tattooing he just wants to come in her competitions he's he's sold he's sold on <laughs> tattoo conventions now <laughs> the competitions are pretty tight though like i um i did a little like filming for one of the nights or something but i was thoroughly impressed there were some yeah forest g was pretty funny oh um, yeah yeah there were some pretty amazing pieces i would say <clears throat> yeah congratulations to my great friend ty palata taking tattoo yeah. of the day on saturday I, I was so proud of him like nice. had had tears in my eyes whenever I saw that he won that it's uh, uh he's a uh, you know he's a hard-working guy and he's like always try, you know trying to get better and of course he's won a lot of he's won a lot of awards if you go to a studio he's got he has tons of awards but nothing quite like winning a Saturday tattoo of the day at Hell City that's a big deal so I was, I was yeah. really happy for him I, I uh, so. you probably hear me I mean you know that I'm very anti-sports right so like for mm-hmm. me it, I, I but I have this very weird slice of competition evidently i didn't realize this until the uh the, the first year i didn't have a tattoo shop at hell city and didn't win an award i was like what the fuck those are actually those, those, those people used to work in my tattoo shop winning awards <laughs> not people uh, uh, i'm not doing anything fuck i gotta get back there i gotta get some shit together and win some wait I yeah don't awards. <laughs> your old crew is still winning awards i know Gabe Londis, killing it, man. yeah they're, Gabe they're, Londis is uh you know, he, he runs losing. that he runs and, that uh, hell city show driscoll matt driscoll's fucking and driscoll yeah sick tattooer can't uh yeah. you know yeah, yeah, they. I definitely heard their names called over the weekend up there. So, well, you know, they better look out six years from now. We'll have a uh, yeah, somebody else big, in our booth. <laughs> big Easy Edwards says, "Hey, all from Australia." Speaking of Australia, I watched this Elvis movie oh, last oh. night. Uh, I'd never seen it before. You know, Elvis was from my town, and and it was filmed in Australia. They had like recreated a Beale Street and a Graceland and all this stuff in Australia. It's like, what the hell? Why would you film it here? <laughs> <laughs> we have all that stuff for reals. Sun Studios is still open. He, you could you could have filmed in it. But I guess I guess Memphis probably didn't give the same incentives to the production that that uh, Australia. Did. Australia, Mike. Yeah. I, I I love Australia. I was down there. I was talking about this uh, one of the other streams. The although they do have a crazy biker tattoo scene, yes. right? so it's, it definitely spoils some of the, I've heard some, some of the fun. I've heard some really crazy stories. Do you guys want to oh. hear one? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to say who because it's, it doesn't matter. Um, a friend of mine who's been a friend for a few years, he told me, he's like, look, I'm so sorry. Can you resend something? I was like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, I was tattooing. Some guys walked in. They locked us to the bathroom. They poured uh, gasoline on my entire shop and then set wow. it on fire and walked out. 
Whoa. Where was this? Australia. Um, Australia. Wow. Um, Western Australia. So wow. Like, yeah. And then luckily he said his client was a big dude. They broke through the door and got out. But that's Ooh. just how things work. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I remember um, oh. being at the after hours party of the tattoo convention. <clears throat> and then, yeah, the bouncer comes over to us and is like, tells fucking Nico to cover up his tattoos. He was showing his tattoos to uh, Tony Rommel. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is like, and you know, the convention promoter did their best to have the after hours party at a cool spot. But it was literally like <laughs> the bouncers were telling fucking these guys that it can't show off their tattoos to each other. Wow. Yeah, I've heard I've heard stories of like someone and I can't remember if you told me this, Jake or Gabe, of how someone was upset about a competition or something like that. And they ended up saying something and that was terrible. So they after the show, they had one of their fingers cut off. Oh, yeesh. No, I don't remember that. But anyways, anybody that's done their tattoo and fucking keep keep it up because uh, yep. it's awesome. People getting great tattoos and giving great tattoos and respectable places, pushing things forward that pushes things yeah. forward i mean that's Let's, redundant but they have some incredible artists in in australia it's unbelievable yeah. my favorite black and gray artist would be harrison yeah. tattoo you're sure. uh, you're out of focus again yeah it keeps doing yeah. that it's Sorry been doing it that. all day my my camera goes through phases where it wants to do that i don't know why I, I, I haven't figured out what i do to usually i fix it by putting my hand up and letting it focus on my hand and then recollect my face but that camera. doesn't always that doesn't always work um yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Speaking of Australia, I, I saw I didn't talk to him, but I saw um, I think he's from Australia. A really good neo traditional tattooer, yeah. Matt Curzon. Yeah, I, saw, oh, yeah. I watched. Yeah, I watched him work a little bit. I saw a piece he was working on a rib panel, but I, I'm assuming the back piece that was settled and healed on that he's same person States? was was his. He was at Hell City. He was at Hell City. Yeah, he's like my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite color artists in the world. That's yeah, really no surprised he was there. Honestly, he has. Uh, he has a really interesting kind of a uh, uh, wardrobe style. Like he wears all <laughs> these conflicting patterns. Like <laughs> I mean, he was hard to look at. He had like palm trees on his hat and like dolphins on his shirt and plaid shorts or something. It was like, Fuck, that's on somebody. It's <laughs> not like the design that's on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He had, I thought he posted. Did you have a chance to talk to him at all, Jake? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really either. see him out. I just saw him at the booth. So yeah, he's uh, really cool. Uh, yeah, seemed yeah, it seemed like it. I love his work, and I've never really seen it healed. But there was a big tiger, fullback tiger back piece on this person that I believe was probably his, uh, and uh, it looked like butter. It was really, really good. I think we'll see a lot of. I'm not. I don't know if I'll go to Richmond, but that's where my family is from. But see a lot of Jesse's work walking around. Or yeah, that's great. General. Yeah. yeah, Richmond show yeah. is pretty fun, I mean, but we can't talk about Richmond until he gets on there. Well, are yeah. we on? Oh, it's ten twenty. Although maybe uh, maybe we talk about it first and then let him talk about it when he's on or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a legendary show, the Richmond show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I did uh, back to uh, back to Hell City. I I did a fun little project where I walked around and just did mobile or like you know rapid fire interviews and i asked everyone about their opinion on the term tattoo gun why tattooers uh, hate it so much and so i got i got some really fun answers uh conflicting answers uh, and uh and so I'm, I'm clipping that together i hope to get it put out this week but it was it was fun some of those folks that are on there i talked to zach singer about it i talked to marvin silva a lot of people that you're, that you're passing through right now brian geckel yeah i talked to brian geckel about it uh it was cool in the 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 pool party because you got to see a lot of those guys back pieces yeah. and brian's yeah. back is so dope who dude. did that I've, uh, uh i can't remember because we were talking to him about it if anyone's watching can comment but it's, it's seriously awesome all it is. yeah yeah Maybe from across awesome. from across the way jekyll's back piece Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've seen it before um, at Hell City years past, but I'd forgotten. I saw it. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw it Saturday night. It was like, holy crap, in the dark, even yeah. that thing looks awesome. So good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who did it. It has some like color ge geometry, kind of like, you know, no outline geometry background shapes and then a big kind of uh, underlit skeleton kind of or not skeleton. It's a woman's head, right? In the foreground. Uh, in the middle. Yeah the middle yeah it's really really good uh hmm. perfect kind of balance of light and dark and an intense color and, and black and gray it's solid real solid i don't know if you noticed there was a woman and i never caught her attention uh that was right next to our booth uh, uh to the left where um uh where dave tevinall was and uh 
and and she had a dragon back piece that was like kind of traditional Japanese traditional really settled in a green dragon with just soft uh uh kind of um, not finger waves but the kind of wind bars in the background very traditional uh I mean even the drawing the drawing itself looked like an oversized piece of flash but it was technically one of the most it looked like it kind of grew out from her skin it didn't even look like mm -hmm. a tattoo it was so nice did you did you see her at all mm -hmm. she had, uh, she had short kind of yeah. choppy bright colored hair but she was there kind of on and off all weekend at that booth and I kept every time I would look up and try to catch her attention she was talking to somebody so I never oh, found man. out who did it yeah it was cool our booth placement was pretty cool so we had um yeah. Gabe uh Neotat uh Ray was there oh awesome yeah, yeah he's been working on some cool stuff lately it'd be fun to talk to him I like that he takes an idea and he won't stop until the idea is in his hand yeah he was he was interesting. I think we're going to do an episode, a fireside episode together. I I went up and asked him. I interviewed him for the tattoo gun question, which was great. I got I got him and uh, Carson Hill, so two machine builders, and then just a nice. bunch of tattooers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Baxter was working on Carson, just some probably filler or something like that. Uh, redoing redoing a, a piece that he and Guy had done on Carson. I don't know. Oh well, forever ago. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it it really looked looked awesome. It was uh, funny I, when I walked by for the first time. Nick's just going, and I just see Carson look over slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick's Nick's not that easy to get tattooed by. I got. It's funny. Nick was one of the first ones that I went around and asked the question, the tattoo gun question to, and uh, and I, I did like three or four of them. And then before I went and did the other twenty, I jumped back over to my laptop at the booth just to make sure that the audio was going to be okay. And I realized I had filmed it in slow mo, so there was no audio. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I did interview Nick, but he's not on there. What did he have to say about it? <clears throat> uh, oh, I, I forget that everyone, you know, they were so rapid fire that I, I can't remember. There are only a couple of people that, that I can remember exactly what they, mm, okay. uh, what they said. I, I forget what. That'll what be Nick, cool to watch though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's say here, Nick's yeah. going to be here at the inspiring Nick's tours. It's already too late probably by the time you're watching this to get a ticket, unless you're watching it right now and literally put a deposit down. But yeah. um, I do know someone that was asking about that ticket. So we'll see. If yeah. She well, they, they should get it quick. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, especially if yeah. they're cool. We're trying not to, but uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do more of these. If you want to get on the wait list. Is that uh, part of your application? Do you see, uh, is there like a. Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, people to put in for New Hampshire, New Mexico, Prague, Australia, oh. Vietnam, Venice, or Egypt. Wait a minute. Are those real plans or are they just like we're, yeah, we're as soon taking, as soon as, as soon as five polls. people click those buttons, we're going. Oh, Holy shit. Nice. Although Belize, I think, is the uh probably the next question. Most likely one. Who um who who are you thinking for Belize? Do you have artists? Uh, ba Baxter and uh Sean oh, Barber okay. both were okay. uh, down with it. Okay. Oh um so it but I do have other artists that have been talking about uh going uh, uh one in particular to Italy. I don't really want to Talk about too much until we, you know. Yeah. Do it, but yeah. Sure. On another note, completely aside, Aaron Deladova is setting up a studio to do podcasts, and he's an amazing yeah. tour, massive yeah. body suits. If you had a chance to do an inspiring tour with him, you definitely should hop on it. Yeah. In the meantime, you know, give him a follow and check out his new uh, studio podcast. I saw something uh, several months ago about him, uh, like some little clip of him either buying gear or setting up a room or something that made me think that's what he was doing. Yeah, he's one good. of my favorite off the uh, off the map live interviews. People do a search for uh, Aaron Deladova, you know, off the map mm -hmm. live. He was like, you know, tattooing's about love, or I'm about love. I'm like, yeah. love, dude. This is a fucking tattoo podcast. I can't talk yeah. about love. I mean, you could. I mean, okay, okay. So, we uh, we had him. Uh, we had him on Fireside one, no, a couple of times. Uh, once at Hell City, uh, Phoenix, I think, and then uh, again, I went and did uh, a full series at Guru. So I interviewed. The majority of the tattoos yeah, there uh, I'll, I'll screen share his shit a little bit i mean this is like yeah. fucking well it's like mail back piece day but um let's see here it's like back piece day oh uh, chef ken burn uh, says good morning from boston man we got chefs watching the show now and also good morning to jason if you're still watching oh i did i did tell jason good i, I texted or i um whatever chatted good morning to jason but i didn't well, this is straight from my heart to you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's some of Aaron's work. What's that? What's this? What is his? Has he, has he, have you talked to him? What's this podcast about? Is it a tattoo podcast? Or I know you he's know, a I haven't uh, talked to him uh, briefly about it. And yeah, he might be, uh, to, when, when he gets a little bit closer, we'll, we'll chat about bring, maybe bring him on to, uh, to the reinvention network, even. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Speaking of podcasts, I, I missed an, an opportunity and I, I just completely spaced it. I was coming back from Hell City, but we were doing a podcast roundtable with um, uh, Steph that, run, that does oh, Tattoo Tales. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so I, it was uh, it was going to be me, uh, uh, Tattoo Tales. Um, uh, what's books closed? Uh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew Storch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, he's really cool. He's yeah, great. and and then um, I forget the guy's name, but his podcast is called No Lies, Just Bullshit or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. For sure. And anyway, so they did. They went on and did the the podcast. I just missed. I just missed the Zoom call, so I, I wasn't on it. But I'm. I, oh, I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's out yet. But I'm definitely going to check it out. It was a well, good idea. We have to. Uh, let's see. We have to find. Or we have to show off uh, Andrew's claim to fame here. Oh. Fuck He's you, funny. tattoo now. Uh, Jesse is here, so in a couple minutes we can go ahead and bring him in as well. well uh, Jesse, yeah. bring him in. Jesse's going to want to see this. Jesse loves this guy, or he okay. will love this guy. Yeah. I'm going. Right. Where's it? My favorite tattoos or something? Where's uh, uh, most most famous tattooer on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that I remember when he was doing some. He was doing some of this stuff right, right before uh, before he did books closed, right? And poke tattooer. <laughs> What's up, Jesse? How are you? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. Got... Sorry, I ga- sorry, I gave you the wrong time. That's <laughs> oh, <it's> all good. <laughs> I was wondering about that. <laughs> I just said 10:30, but it is 10:30 for me. We just uh, yeah. Richmond feels like it should be in the same t- time zone as Memphis. I don't know why, but it seems like it should. It's on the yeah. east coast. It is definitely weird. Yeah. Jesse, can you turn your phone sideways? Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's going to be a super cut someday of me just fucking. Can you turn your phone sideways? You there are. Oh, yeah. um, Medusa is telling me about a drinking game um, for some of the reinventing shows. Uh, and um, Gabe, when you like do that thing with your tea, everyone must drink. <laughs> There's a few. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Odyssey, it's really cool to see you again. Um, it's been a few months. Yeah. It hasn't been that long, has it? Yeah. It's been. Uh, Hell City. It? Hell City, Columbus, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when was that? That was in the May. That was a while ago. Wow. Yeah, May. Yeah, summer zipped by like it always does. So hey, I'm gonna like... try something. Tell me if this messes it up. Hold on. Okay. That, nope. Does that work? You're good. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're in uh you're in full like uh scramble mode now, production mode. What's happening with uh where, where do you stand right now uh promoting uh the Richmond show? Yeah, for the most part, the the show is completely sold out. I think we got a few little scraggler booths that, you know, you get those cancellations and you got a couple booths that open up. But um, for the most part, we're completely sold out. And now it moves into promo mode. So we just start promoting the show and uh, building content uh, for the marketing team. and, And hopefully we'll be getting everything out here shortly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a to be a part of it. If for for folks who are watching this on the Fireside uh, channel, uh, you sh- if you've seen the guest list, uh, leave us a note or in the, in the chat here. Let me know who I should reach out to to podcast with. A lot of these people I actually don't know. I mean, um, I mean, a lot of them I do, but there are quite a few names that I don't recognize. So if there's anyone that you guys think we should reach out to to try to do some episodes with, let me know. Jesse, yeah. you got any ideas? Who, who's who's entertaining to talk to? Broar, yeah. anyways. I see who? him there. Broar, right there on the far left. He's a funny Broar. character, him and Stefano. If you're not familiar yeah. with Broar, okay. uh, he rolls with Stefano quite a bit, and he's come a long way in the last 10 years. He okay. really has. Like, the, I, I hate to, it's, it, it always feels weird to say it like that, but like, holy shit, dude, you got really fucking good. Like, not I didn't expect yeah. it, but like, <laughs> yeah, he got good. Yeah 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 quickly okay yeah i'll, I'll reach out to him throw, throw, yeah. throw, me, throw me one more who else who else jesse who yeah. should i reach out to josh is super entertaining you know yeah, like you, you know i've never had well, i talked to josh at every show i just saw him last weekend but i've never had him on i'll, all right, I'll reach out to josh josh Payne, yeah. right yeah yeah it's fun to talk to man i, I yeah. really you know some other people that i would like uh you know that i think might be of interest is i got a couple uh nft guys that are going to be there oh do you Nice. Yeah. Okay. This guy Ugonzo and this guy Genius, and they're oh. both. Uh, they do this this project called the Psycho Kitties, and okay. they're going to be painting at the Live Art for Charity side, and they uh, they sold eight million dollars worth of NFTs in sixty minutes. Whoa. <laughs> wow! 
Uh, and then it bounced up to $16 million in value and then down to $4 million in value and then up to $10 million in value. (laughs) All right. Casey Gonzalez, I'm assuming you're talking about, right, Jesse? Who is it? Casey Gonzalez. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, I I was thinking uh, Gonzo. He's been doing some little NFT projects that have been pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Um, You said you Gonzo. Is that what you said, Jesse? Yeah, it's you Gonzo. He's under the live art for charity section. Uh, Him. In Genius, they did uh, they did this project called the Psycho Kitties. It's one of the first projects to drop on uh, Crypto.com. Hmm. Uh, so they'll be there painting live for the Live Art for Charity event. Um, you know, Frank Lenatra is going to be showing up with his NFT. Yeah, project. I should reach out to him. Yeah. Javi from Javi's actually very very fun to talk to. He's uh, from uh, Tattoo Theory down in Miami. Uh, he's hmm. got a an NFT project as well. So. Got a, we got a lot of NFT uh, stuff showing up at this convention, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to focus more on that. You know, we did that what, that that short series with you, uh, Baxter, uh, and uh, uh, and Frank Lenatra, uh, and, your, and your guy, uh, Jason. Are you still working with Jason? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I would be where I am in the NFT space if it wasn't for him. I mean, when artists hit me up and they're like, how do I get involved? How do I do NFTs? I'm like... You know, I can teach you the art side and I can kind of point you in that direction. But as far as the technical stuff, I mean, Jason's uh, Jason's definitely definitely helped me out a ton. Yeah. 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 He was he was awesome. He was really helpful. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to do I'd love to expand on that series and maybe talk to some different uh, NFT artists and, and technical folks. Um, uh, so one of the one of the what do you call it? The. Um, uh, what, what's the what's the NFT term? The utilities of your NFTs uh, is access to the Richmond show, isn't that right? Yeah, and definitely. So if you own one of my NFTs, you get into the Richmond convention or any any event that I throw moving forward, you'll get in for free. But then I also extended it to every NFT project that's at the Richmond convention. So Ugonzo and uh, Genius and Battle Bunnies from Frank Lanatra. Mm. Um, Board's death crew from Javier's uh, show, uh, Javier's project, and then we've got another project there called Beatheads. Another one that pretty much made millions of dollars in less than a couple hours. Uh, they'll be there as well. So anyone that owns any of those NFTs gets into the convention for free. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm really trying to like stimulate that side of of the the tattoo convention. I think that there's a lot of amazing artists in the NFT space that I really uh, it, it's, it's really fun. It's like, you know, it's, it's like when I first got into the tattoo space, it was just, it was a relatively small crew of artists who were doing good work. And, you know, there was just this, this whole world to be built in front of us with the tattoo industry. And then now it's the same thing with the NFT space. It's like, it's so new and it's so such a small little group. I mean, like you said, it's like Nick Baxter, um, uh, Adrian Dominic, you know, Frank Lanatra, Javi, myself, uh, Joey Hamilton, you know, and there might be another 10 people. Ivana, Ivana's doing some NFTs. Who's that? Uh, Ivana, you know Ivana? I don't know Ivana. She's sick. She goes, uh, she's like a world, uh, world class tattooer. Yeah, right. Russian. She's, right. she's like she's a in- crazy in Europe too. She got a yeah. punk sleeve from a board. Anyway, she's, she's also doing an NFT project. Yeah, Isn't Me- Megan Jean did one with you guys as well, didn't she? Or no? Yeah, or, Megan, or- Stefano is working with us. Um, that yeah. project, fortunately, uh, uh, the the owner uh, didn't really do what he could have done with it, and it just kind of flopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah, they were all putting together stuff. I mean, it's it's I'm, I, you know, it doesn't feel like it right now because we're in a bear market. But it's the it's pretty much I think it's it's a whole new artistic avenue for anyone who wants to explore different uh, different avenues for their art. You know? Yeah, yeah. I have along that. Uh, the idea of like generative generative art and this being this is a little bit different but i've started playing around some and following some artists who are getting really good with the with the ai um uh art I like where basically you just give prompts you get verbal prompts uh commands and it and it generates and then if you guys know jeremy Geddes, jeremy is painting.com one of the great painters in the world he has a, a site called he has a instagram page called jeremy is not painting and it's just his prompts and the, this ai art holy shit it is crazy i mean it's like 
it makes you have like a like as an artist as someone who draws for a living it puts you in crisis mode because you're just like holy shit i mean i'm i'm out of a job this stuff is so good it it's mind-blowing yeah i was actually talking to my buddy jason here at the shop and i'm showing him <clears throat> you know the the ai stuff and for those out there that don't know uh you know they've got a couple a couple there's a bunch of them but the main ones are like dolly um it's yeah. d-a-l-l and then apostrophe e mm -hmm. and then you've got uh mid journey which is another one that one's on discord uh mm -hmm. and there's another one called night cafe but basically you just go in there and you give them a couple verbal prompts you could say you know house monkey mm -hmm. you know yeah in the style of a certain artist you could say yeah monkey is you know rembrandt or something like that or whatever that's yeah. look at the look at these things i mean like they're freaking crazy good like that one with the astronaut, he used his own name as the prompt, I think he said, because he, he painted those floating astronauts. But come on. like, <laughs> And you can also like upload photos. So in Dali, you can upload a photo mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. your pieces of artwork. And then you can go in and you can like change your prompts to go on top of that. And you can kind of erase some of it if you want and, that, and only manipulate certain parts of it. Wow. I mean, it's insane. The thing is, though, is after you see a bunch of this artwork, then, you know, it does get a tad bit redundant. Yep. It loses its flair because you realize that it's a relatively easy process. You know, I mean, I think what Jeremy's doing here is pretty amazing, but yeah, um, yeah. You know, and everyone's going to get something a little bit different. But in the end, when you see something that amazing, now, at least with me, is when I see something that amazing, I'm like, okay, that's that's well, probably nice. AI. And yeah. <laughs> especially when you see it from an artist who doesn't have any sort of portfolio or anything, you know, and everything has like a, it has the same feel, but it is different imagery and different subject matter. It's not exactly like, you know, when an artist is doing art, they typically like Jeremy Geddes, he, he likes astronauts and explosions and stuff like that. And you see that in almost all of his artwork. And then you look at that portfolio and you see a bunch of different stuff, you know? Yeah. I've definitely seen a couple of artists that, def you know, are using it to present to their clientele, you know, tattoo designs that they would never be able to draw. But, you know, maybe they could hmm. tattoo it. Like, I mean, is it super different than like, you know, I, I've been testing tools, it. You know, uh, you know, it's just like next level of Russ's tools, right? Well, it's... Um... Yeah, I mean, it's you know, I don't even know how it's putting it all together. It's just you know, it's scrubbing the internet and trying to trying to assemble a composition. But exactly. I've been I've been testing it just to get ideas for when I have new projects coming up. Like Lauren, yeah. you were talking about the 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 back piece that I worked on at Hell City this weekend, and that is this idea of a firefly with all these bugs trying to fly into the open flame in her belly. And so I did I, I used prompts like Caravaggio, Ascension of Christ firefly stuff like that just to see like what it would throw at me and i didn't end up with any results like what you see him with jeremy there but but it was still at least like enough that i could you know pull one in and like you know use a smudge tool and move some shapes around and start an idea so it's pretty cool for that yeah it's definitely a game changer i mean and, and like you said there's a there's somewhat of a crisis mood there you know for for you know i think it's going to hit a certain genre of artists it's going to affect you know i don't I mean, know it's going to hit everybody i mean right this is what we just watched i mean all this shit rolled out in a year how, how many months ago was the first time you saw some one of these ai things on a on a instagram like six months ago it, it, it was fast for me i feel like i was late to it i don't know yeah you know and it's machine language learning right so it's like uh it's about the data and i mean they i mean and, and this is the same effect that this is what same effect that they have in medicine, right? Like you, you have the computers go through and scour the internet for all the stuff. Man, that would be and a fun side project at not for this year's Richmond show, but since you're doing like since you're you like testing, you know, different ideas like the uh, glory hole tattoos and all that kind of stuff, it'd be cool to like set up laptops on a big screen and just like you know, I don't know if you could do it competition style, but like yeah. you know, like prompt AI generated art, you know, is like a live event make your best yeah. or, or the best prompts they actually had I, th I thought yeah. i saw somebody complaining that somebody had the title of an ai artist <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the best ai art fuck it run with it right i mean AI, i mean there's definitely something away. too there's definitely something to the prompts like i i haven't figured it out but obviously some some people have uh jeremy has. I, 
honest. I was I was playing around with it. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do my style of stuff through the AI, and it just wasn't working. Um, you know, but I honestly I didn't put a lot of effort into it. I maybe put like an hour of playing around. You know, I think uh, it's just a matter of time before it's going to become a little more tightened down and stuff like that. And yeah, I do think that it's something that artists definitely should be aware of. Um, mm-hmm. You know. It's, it's just like anything. You may not like the direction the world's moving in, but some of this stuff like this, you can't stop it. It's going to keep on moving, so you might as well jump on. Yeah, yeah. And learn to use it as a as a tool, you know? Um, I, I like that it... Uh, I mean, that's super cool that Jeremy puts in those prompts and gets that out of... Uh, gets those images out of it. But I look at the images and I'm like, those are some really interesting color palettes that I would never think of. I could just snag the color palette, you know, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe, uh- just real quick, the chef that's watching, that's also a tattooer, we should definitely get in touch because sometimes when we're doing these inspiring tours, uh, we need chefs. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you cook with weed, hire. No, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. What did you say, Lauren? You broke up on us, I think. I said I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes funny. Um, uh, Jesse, what about, um, since we're, I don't know how, how much time we have left, but, but as far as Richmond goes, you, uh, we haven't talked about the, uh, we have 15 minutes. Um, we haven't talked about the, uh, uh, the Academy at all yet. What the, the live seminars, who's doing seminars this year and when and all that. Yeah. So we've got, so it's going to happen on the Monday following the convention. Uh, that's the 24th of October. And, uh, we're going to have Andy Chambers. Uh, we're going to have Stefano Alcantara. We're going to have, um, uh, Nick Mitchell, um, we're going to have this guy named uh, DeFi, or sorry, not DeFi Dave, uh, Drug Free Dave. Um, he's uh, He did children's books illustrations. Um, he does a lot of like uh, 3D sculpting on, um, on Nomad Sculpt. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that program, but it's pretty awesome. Uh, Nomad um, Sculpt, huh? Yeah, and then we've got, uh, we're also going to have a panel of NFT artists. So uh, that'll be free to everybody, whoever wants to come through and you guys can come through and ask them questions. Uh, Ugonzo and Genius will be up there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's, there's uh, nice. drug free stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's awesome. I, I like that it's not just all, uh, all tattooers as well. And you've, you've, uh, you kind of made, made that a habit last year, or not last year, but the last one that you did was uh, had uh, like Esau and uh, Gary Villarreal and some really great illustrators. Didn't Gary, uh, did Gary do one? African masks and I love going to the museum um, and I'll just take pictures no, of things. No, Gary, Gary just painted in the in the charity event. He didn't do a seminar, did he? Yeah, he did a seminar uh, the maybe the year prior. Uh, uh, so always had artists involved in it, but I, you know, I'm, I'm still been pl- trying to play with the formula of, the problem is, is I actually broke this, the, the academy up into two different days last year. It was, a, it was Thursday and it was Monday. And Thursday, uh-huh. I had two artists. And Monday was all the, like the, the, you know, the fine artists. And nobody signed up for Monday. So the last minute, I had to switch everything to Thursday or, you know, because it was just like it. You know, people just don't know. They don't know these artists. They had never heard of Esau and they never heard of Gary Villarreal and and these guys. So they're not as likely to take those classes. So, you know, I think as the convention grows and my goal with the convention is just to make it a massive like bridge of artists, you know, having your tattoo artists, your muralists, your NFT artists, your, your sculptors, like every different genre of art as possible being involved there <clears throat> of course tattooing being the staple of that but I, I just think i always loved all the conventions you know like the ones that gabe put together that always had tons of different artists there and, uh you know of course derb um you know those events where you're meeting your favorite painter you know or you're you're learning how to sculpt and then taking that and bringing that into your tattooing and stuff like that so i definitely want to try to make sure i'm always uh kind of exploring all different types of art and getting those, getting, getting them involved in the convention. Yeah. 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 That, um, I, that I noticed that, you know, and I've only been to the show once since you've been running it, but I, but it's, uh, it's very like immersive and different and different types of art and, you know, activities just kind of in general, the, the uh, I really loved the outside experience last time with like, like all the painters were doing giant, how big were those boards? They were like six by eight or something. They were massive. 
uh, paintings these guys were doing for charity. Yeah, all of them are four foot by four foot, but there's also there's a back panel that they paint on. So that was probably what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It kind of catches all the overspray and everything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody doing four foot panels, and then we auction those off at the end of the uh, end of the convention, Um, and then we give all the proceeds to charity. And it seems like you're getting like as opposed to say like a um uh like what they do at health city where with the charcoal uh, where everybody is uh yeah art fusion where you know those are kind of like fun but not always not rarely are they really good paint uh, drawings at all (laughs) but they uh but you know and they sell for 50 bucks or 100 bucks or or whatever but you were generating some like real money on this i think i saw gary's painting i went to bid on it and the bidding was like at eight grand or something already and i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna do that (laughs) Yeah, Esau's went for eleven grand. Which wow! Is, so yeah, we did good last year, and you know, it's it, it's all about the quality artists too. You know, like mm-hmm. Gary. I mean, that dude's amazing. I he mean, is. he's he's gonna he's doing something different this year. I'm excited. And the crazy thing is, is I invited everyone who came last year to come back this year, and every single one of them came back except Esau. And the only reason Esau didn't come back is because he's moving to New York. So like. The fact that the artists are just constantly coming back and they had such a good time. I mean, it's not like I'm paying them a ton of money and I'm not doing anything crazy for them. I'm just providing a situation where they don't have to come out of pocket. But like, you know, they're they're essentially doing it because they had so much fun, you know. So I'm really excited to, to know that that event is something that people look forward to every year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's too bad. He's I was going to make it back. We had him on. I podcasted with him after that show, and that was one of the more <laughs> challenging podcasts. He was so dead set against being on camera. He's <laughs> such a shy guy. That was like, like he would get two or three, like you know, ten minutes into the show and just be like, I don't know why I did this. Like in the middle of the interview, <laughs> like this was a terrible idea. I'm like, eh, I'm going to cut that out and let's kind of keep rolling. But he's so good, man. He's just such a next level painter. He's such a sweet guy too. You know yeah. what I mean? yeah he's, he's got this like you I mean for i've been following his work for shit 20 years maybe now 15 mm-hmm. years i don't know how long it's been it's been a while and of course when you see someone's art you have this idea of who they are in their head and when you see someone that's that good you're like man they're just gonna they're gonna have a level of arrogance to them or something like that and you meet him and he's just so shy and humble and you're just like god man the artwork you put out is so confident and so amazing and then his personality you know, is almost refreshing in a way because you're like intimidated by his artwork, but then his personality is very inviting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be I'll be excited to, to meet and see the the new folks this year. And um, I had a one I had a, a I was planning to tattoo two days and podcast one day, but one of my appointments canceled, which uh, turned out to be pretty cool. It gives me a whole extra day to walk around with a camera and like I don't know help uh, help Adam out. And, and I'm actually bringing uh, Gabe. I'm bringing Dan with me uh to the show to help to help run video so we should be able to get some cool footage mm-hmm. interviews stuff like that awesome yeah, adam's really excited about it yeah yeah i was glad that worked out um uh when jesse first reached out about do about documenting the event i knew it would be a challenge for me so i reached out to adam and and they were able to 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 work it out and uh the, the stuff that i've seen adam do is really really mm-hmm. solid uh, he's a much better like uh technical like camera person than me and then also just like building compositions you know through video he's better than me so i'm glad that worked he made a video for me at uh red Red tree yeah that was awesome took him five seconds he was like yeah i'm just gonna pop up and i was like whoa that's great man looks awesome yeah Yeah, and i I had completely forgot about him until you put me put him back on my radar and i was like oh yeah that was that dude from red tree so yeah yeah i'm glad Adam yeah, Adam's dope. He actually, Jesse, I don't know if you know this, he works right across the hall from me. We're both in Appleton. Oh, nice. He yeah. used to work for, did he used to work for, um, was it Empire Inks? Yep. At one time? Gotcha. And that's where you guys met? Uh, no, we met before that. We live in the same city, so. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll do, what, what else? Uh, we're down to about the last five minutes. Uh, Jesse, is there anything in particular that you want to make sure people know about the about the show obviously the dates are important uh and where it is it's uh it's in richmond virginia um you know for those who don't know this convention is one of the longest annually running shows in the world 
Um, it started in 1988 as a, as a tattoo club and people like uh, Paul Rogers and uh, JD Crow and Lyle Tuttle and um, Gil Monty and all these guys would just come to the hotel every year, the same hotel that we throw it in. They'd come in every year and they would just share tips and tricks and tattoo one another. And then it uh, ended up turning into a tattoo convention in 1992, I think. Um, and it's been running annually ever since, you know, aside from the pandemic, of course. Uh, but you know, that's another thing you'll notice if you come to the convention is <clears throat> we try to keep our foot in the tradition of the show. Um, there's a lot of artists there who are old timers and who have been, you know, cutting their teeth on this show for 20 plus years. Um, so it's really cool to like, kind of be able to keep your foot in that, but then also in the same room have NFTs mm -hmm. so like that that good spectrum of, of, uh, of artists in the same space. <clears throat> and, you know, that's something that my partner and I have, have always uh, tried to stay true to. My partner is definitely more on the traditional side. And obviously I'm a little more on the progressive side, but we both respect each other's, uh, what each other brings to the convention and the different flavors that we bring. So um, then we got the ketamine that we just discussed. Uh, we're going to have, um, I think we're going to end up trading out the air sex show this year. And we're going to end up doing a, a we're, we're still trying to work it out, but I think we're going to do some sort of like a battle karaoke type thing. Oh, um, nice. How we're going to make that work. Um, Adam's gonna love that. What's that? Adam's going to love that. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those things that, you know, we're going to have problems uh, getting people off the stage. Like <laughs> there's going to be so many people that want to be involved in that. So we're going to try to figure out a way to like make it so kind of force everyone to, have to try to sing different genres of, of music. Uh, see how that ends up turning out. Um, so it should be fun. But, uh, you know, we have parties all the way up till six o'clock in the morning if people want yeah. to. Uh, yeah, I made that mistake the last time. Oh, that made for a rough podcasting day. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I had a joke one day with, uh, with one of my friends. I was like, you know, tattoo conventions are the... Uh, the worst place to get tattooed by the best artist because <laughs> <Right. laughs> it really sure. is they get in there and you know you, you, you get one on a a saturday or a sunday and you're probably dealing with a hungover artist yeah yeah absolutely as a as a convention promoter there's been more than one time where it's been like oh man like Everyone watched the party last night, so it's not like you could really say you just had bad food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I've I've woken up. I've uh, over the years we've traded um, a booth in exchange for podcasting. You know, so we so basically that that convention would be the sponsor of a ten you know ten episode series or however many episodes we did there. And so uh, I, I've had it happen more than once where our podcast day was Sunday. I wake up Sunday morning and like I should just write a check for this booth. There's no, <laughs> there's no way to be able to hold up my end of the deal. It's funny, Jake. Remember everyone, pace yourself. You can drink right. all you want to at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, okay so. to say no, I don't need another round. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Is it though? I can't hang yeah. out at those, those parties too long, but the stories I hear the next morning and then the, the way that people look, I'm like, well, and the Richmond show clearly, yeah. you know, has a party legend that uh, I presume is kind of passed into the, I mean, not all of it, but. Uh, 34 <laughs> years old, huh? I was born in 88 in Richmond, Virginia. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh. Right. Yes, that that was actually my first convention. I may have told you that before, Jesse. I don't know, but I won't. I don't know if it was '99 or 2000, but it was the first show that I ever that I ever did. Uh, and I remember just being scared to death. It was the <laughs> first show I saw uh, Matt Guy at. Wow. The next, the crazy thing is, is in '99, it probably was like one of like seven tattoo conventions All in right. the US. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like now, now it's like shit. We got a we got a tattoo convention going on the same weekend. In Richmond, dude, you bumped me from these dates. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I told you like okay, like eight months, like like six months before too. I'm like, these are the dates I'm getting. These are the dates I'm getting. I'm like, and then I'm like, these are the dates I got. And you're like, I, I got those dates too. I can't move them. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you know how it's, it is. It's tough. <laughs> those dang hotels and the convention I center. Do, I do. Stuff, I do. It's like, they say that they only have one date for the whole year, and it's like you either take it or you don't. You know, mm -hmm. it, trust it's me. It's, I'm not. 
step on your toes and i know you're not trying mm -hmm. to step up i'm completely fucking right like i said i'm happy i'm more than happy to have acquiesced and uh not not run again i'm not even going to shows anymore so how the fuck am i supposed to run one <laughs> you're probably yeah. a lot more a lot more uh comfortable in the brain for not going to some of these shows yeah you know, I can do a lot of work online. I, I hit up three shows. Yours is probably, you know, obviously if there's one that I'm going to be like, oh man, you know, I want, I, you know, the thing is though, it's like, I I, I don't want to miss it. But on the other hand, uh, so far I haven't caught the bug. So like, I, and I know there's going to be a lot of people there. So there's no, you know, it's really weird going to a show and then like hanging out in the smoke pit for four days, you know? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, we got to figure out a way to get these, uh, get these things merged up and working together. Well, next year I I, I have uh, I changed the dates. I was able to to go back there and be like, either you want the show a weekend before or after, or you don't. Uh, and and, and for, for people so, watching, you're talking about the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. The Paradise Tattoo Gathering, the Paradise Tattoo something. Again, yeah. again, it's next year. I don't necessarily want to go full on tattoo show, but we'll do what, something. And it's called Tattoo Gathering. And Marcus you, and Kai are doing the poster. So, what dates you get, Gabe? <laughs> It's uh yeah I know let's see you already have uh, let's let's do some live uh... yeah I hope so, we can make it I, so like, I really how can we do the... this again it's October, I really enjoyed the small uh... one we did last you know Dusty I was actually in Hell City when the realization of both shows being on the same weekend hit and I was just like you're serious right really? you didn't know I've that got, uh, on 2023 the 19th to the 22nd uh oh those are Jesse's dates. I mean, I don't know for sure, but <laughs> pretty I'm pretty sure it's the third weekend in October. I moving, I don't know. I, I know that I uh, I went back to Jimmy Peak and I shifted them. Okay. So, then... <laughs> like I said, if not, I don't care if only 50 people show up. Well, wow. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully they're a weekend apart from each other, and I'll just plan one long trip from Paradise to Richmond. That's the goal. Yeah. Wouldn't it be and better if we just time? merged everything? Yeah. Well, Jesse, it could be. It depends if you consider October 1st is a Sunday. So the third weekend would be the 15th. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure Gabe and I discussed this, but I think I'm well, gonna, well, I know I we discussed it this year too. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Like I said, did. Like, it, it just I mean, happens, we just, man. There's... Yeah. We just didn't discuss it with the hotel. And that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't, you know, it, it, and it works out like this a lot, you know, I, and I try to give people the benefit of the doubt when I see other conventions like throwing on the same weekend as mine. See, the one, they don't know about my convention, two, they don't care about my convention, or three, they, their hotel or whatever venue they're working with just said that that's the date they have to go with. Because, I mean, it's not like you have full control when you're throwing a convention on what dates they are and, you know, if you want to throw at a specific venue and, Unfortunately, here in Richmond, there's only two venues that you could actually throw a convention of this size. One's the hotel I'm at and one's at the convention center. So, you know, you're at the mercy of those dates. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I like doing the inspiring tours because we get to pick the dates and the venues uh, at our convenience. Mm -hmm. And it's a completely, yeah, and it's a completely different type of, like, oh, five yeah. or six people. It's not even, a you know, you're not competing with any convention doing those types of shows. So. Nope. Yeah. Um, close. Well, we're over. We're three minutes over. Okay. I don't know if anyone's mad about that. I'm, I'm pretty upset. I had shit to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll we'll take it up with HR, Jesse. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's more people watching now than there was before, but uh, but awesome. Well, it's uh, oh, and we have next week, we do have uh, Thea and uh, and Marcus will be on the show. Oh, okay. asking, yeah, nice. Oh. And uh, we're almost to the point where we could have that uh, that thumbnail up here now so that we could tease it, <laughs> tease the next show at this show and then we have a whole week to promote it i'm glad we glad we have guests regularly now because i was getting burned out on our uh on talking to you guys to be honest oh that's jake you just don't i just don't have anything left to say to you that's the problem <laughs> we've been talking quite that's a bit. not true yeah. <laughs> right i do want to say lastly for anybody traveling to richmond there's a bunch of really cool beautiful places for example like hollywood cemetery or stuff mm -hmm. like that for references i've spent many 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 hours through there and it's just um yeah. just beautiful scenery <clears throat> beautiful yeah. scenery we have the we're, sixth we're, art museum in mm -hmm. the U.S., uh, mm. the Virginia Museum yeah. of Fine Arts. Nice. I, yeah. I haven't made it there. I'll definitely do that this time around. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, cool. So if people, what's the best place? If you said there, it's basically sold out, but if people want to buy tickets to visit the Richmond Tattoo, what's the website? What's the best? The RichmondTattooConvention.com. Um, if there's any exhibitors or artists that ever want to work the show, then we have a submission tab under the contact section. Um, you know, typically what we do every year is we invite all the old artists back, the ones from prior years. They get first dibs. If they turn down the spot, then we go into our submission forms. And then typically what I'll do is I'll pick the best artists that are the artists who I feel like are doing the best work. And then the ones who I think have the best personalities. So uh, I'm trying to fill this convention full of happy people. Awesome. Perfect. Sweet. Um, real quick well, before we, we go, uh, Jesse, Aurora Borealis, does Iceland uh, interest you at all? Have you been there yet? That interests me. Do you want to do an inspiring tour there? Yeah, my, my wife's got the, uh, the the lodge picked out. It's out nice. of control. That sounds awesome. Well, hey, let's talk about that on the back end. But and, and right now is not the time to ask me to do anything. Oh, I know. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about uh, in November. Sounds good. Cheers. Good to All see right, you, guys. Jesse. Right, everybody, thank you. Um, next week will be episode number 45. We'll see you then. Awesome. Woo. Have a good week. See you guys.